0: some of this Michael. Be one of us. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains. No running in the hallway.
1: Spook House Podcast. It is time for another episode. I am Phil, and today I'm joined yet again by my friend Brandon. Say what's up, Brandon? What's up? This is like your fifth time doing the podcast?
0: Uh, I think fourth. Okay. Yeah, the last one we did was Trick or Treat.
1: That's right. Yeah, it's good to have you back, man. Thanks for having me. Been too long. Thanks for the cookies. Brandon brought me some... (laughs) Brought me and Alyssa some gingerbread molasses cookies, homemade. Yeah,
0: I'm glad you liked them. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish everybody brought me cookies. I appreciate it. Yeah, so what's been up, man? How, how you been? It's been a while. You know, we still can't go out and socialize with people. and
0: No, it's still the same. Same old yeah. shit. Probably even worse now.
1: Yeah, for some reason, like, this month has kind of hit me hard with the you know, I miss going out and yeah
0: like, is it the is it the daylight? Is it the part of the hours of that too? Yeah. I, I know that affects people well, sometimes.
1: I, I miss I miss D three. You know, I miss Yeah, I like, miss that place too. I miss getting a beer and talking with a stranger and shaking somebody's hand and, yeah, and having just... awkward conversations <laughs> with weird people, people and Yeah. You know, I just miss the whole thing. Like, I do miss the, that place. The good and the bad. Is what it is. But I'm glad to have you over tonight. Yeah, A little thanks bit for of having company. me. I'm excited for this Get one. Get to talk about some, well, some movies, particularly The Descent. Mm. Yeah, gonna go deep. We're gonna <laughs> descend. Get all up in that crack. Get are <laughs> Going deep, baby. But before we do, have you watched anything lately, Brandon? Any good movies worth mentioning?
0: Yeah, I watched The Sound of Metal, which is on Amazon. Ooh, and it's a pretty good. It's got Riz Ahmed, and he is actually phenomenal in okay. this film. He plays a heavy metal drummer who had basically just loses his hearing. Oh shit! And so it's sort of him learning how to navigate that sort of like a new, uh, like, sensory normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's quite good. Does he go like completely deaf? Uh, I think they say, I can't remember what percentage they give it, but it's like 90. Yeah. It's pretty much full on. Yeah.
1: Like that's kind of ironic that you bring up that movie because I'm getting a little worried in like the last week. I have like this just low level ringing in my ears. It's like really noticeable when I'm trying to sleep. It's just
0: like. Oh, that's called. What is it called? Tinnitus. Yeah. Tinnitus. Yeah.
1: And it doesn't go away from what I've heard. I don't know. I'm yeah. a little worried. No, it
0: could go away. There are also, um, they have like certain like, sounds or music that you can listen to. It's like I know it's especially bad at night. Yeah, that it's because it's when it's most noticeable. But there are stuff that you can do to alleviate it, and it's not always a permanent thing.
1: Well, I hope not. Yeah, I'm getting no. a little
0: worried. <laughs> really? No, <laughs> oh, I think kinda, it'd be good. I'm no, like, no, like because man, you I don't haven't wanna... had any type of. Like, like trauma or yeah anything. no so it shouldn't be a
1: God knows I haven't gone to like any live shows or <laughs> no, no you no. know anything like that so <clears throat> no it should
0: be good though well hopefully
1: hopefully it's not the same situation as the guy from the sound of metal right because I like my heavy metal too <laughs> and I want to keep playing it loud <laughs> <laughs> so you would recommend
0: it oh yeah fully what's it on on Amazon okay it's one of their originals very nice. Okay. Um, who Have else you? is in it? Uh, Olivia Cook. She's kind of... Uh, she's a really, really great actress. Um, but she was in Bates Motel, and then she's done a bit of Indies. Okay, I need there, to watch Bates quite...
1: Motel. I've heard that's really good.
0: Yeah, that is a good show. Okay. Have you seen anything?
1: Uh, Yeah. I watched this movie on Hulu called Run. It's about this girl in a wheelchair, and mm. her mom is possibly um like fucking crazy and trying to keep her at home on purpose she's like a teenager and she's like trying to go off to college but it turns out the daughter starts suspecting that her mother is like keeping her like she won't let her use the internet and like trying to shut her off from society and it it gets kind of revealed like ooh, is the mom like giving her medicine that's like keeping her bedridden and stuff it's almost like Gave me like misery vibes. Have you ever seen Misery? Yeah, yeah, sort of that. Yeah, it's like a person's captured that
0: Munchausen's by proxy type.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) it's really
0: good, man. Okay, uh, cool. It's
1: not a horror; it's very much a thriller.
0: Is that the one with Sarah Paulson? Uh,
1: maybe I forgot the. Okay, I know the girl that's in the wheelchair is actually in a wheelchair.
0: Oh, that's cool, and she
1: crushes it. Oh, awesome! That's cool. That's I recommend here. it. It's a Hulu original, so check it out. I'll check that out. Yeah. Um other than that, I saw a Shudder original called Anything for Jackson, and I want you to watch this movie because I think you'll love it. It's right up your alley. It's got lots of satanism and <laughs> like just it's it's got some really disturbing shit. Like okay. the premise of the movie is this uh older couple, they're like in their late 60s 70s they kidnap a pregnant woman and they want to do a reverse exorcism on her unborn baby so they can bring back their dead grandson and they do all these like satanic rituals <laughs> and like all sorts of crazy shit starts to happening starts to happen and it's good man okay like, no
0: i that actually that sounds really good i'll watch that
1: yeah i i highly recommend it's it. on shutter yes it's on cool. shutter okay yeah I, I think you will very much appreciate it a few scenes have like total it's like nightmare fuel there's like a couple really? moments i'm like oh this is disturbing
0: <laughs> oh okay yeah i've heard well, sounds cool s- i haven't seen a lot of films like that what in like, recent years where you just watch them and you're just like well fuck
1: yeah or it just sort of like yeah.
0: hits you hard no matter what i i very rarely see stuff like that anymore yeah
1: like get get shook yeah if you will <laughs> Yeah, there's just some really unsettling creepy imagery in this movie. It, but there's also like moments of levity and almost c- very dark comedy, but not forced. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, we slipped on the banana peel while trying to do an exorcism. It's <laughs> there's funny little moments sprinkled throughout, but can't recommend it enough. Anything for Jackson, check it out. Don't name your son Jackson. All right. <laughs> <laughs> They should have called it, like, anything for Hayden. Hayden. (laughs) Brayden. Anything for... God, what's a stupid fucking name that people name their kids these days? Sorry if you named your kids that. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's like, Jaxley. I don't
0: know. All that stuff. They just keep coming out with them. Yeah, they're just making up shit. They just make shit up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anything for Brayden. All right. So... (laughs) Well, did you watch anything else, Brandon?
0: Not really. That's been it. Okay. I haven't been watching. I've been rewatching a lot of old stuff. Like what? Uh, Lord of the Rings. Okay. Yeah. Man, I haven't watched those movies We've since been I was watching like a teen. So I need to... i watching the extended editions. I haven't seen the extended editions. Yeah.
1: I should take a week off out of my life and watch They're all of the Lord of the Rings. They're...
0: <laughs> like actually four hours each. Damn. That's yeah. long. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, sometimes you got to rewatch them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. No, that's really all I've watched. I've been watching a lot of Alone. It's a reality TV show where pe- oh. they send people out in the wilderness oh, okay. like yeah, completely yeah, yeah. by themselves and they mm-hmm. can tap out at any moment, but the last person to tap out wins like half a million dollars, but people make it like 90 days like living out in the woods and shit.
0: And oh, no. oh, like I they they do that
1: pull people out of the show because they're like starving to death. They do like medical checkups and they're like, we gotta pull you. You're, You're like, no
0: longer fit for this. Yeah. You gotta go.
1: Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of that. I love that kind of shit, like survival type stuff.
0: Is that the one did we watch that in the um in the mountains? Oh was yeah. Was that what was on T V and we were watching?
1: Possibly. Where that
0: guy killed that yak or something?
1: Oh yeah, possibly.
0: Was that that show or is that a different one? Like a different survival show? I don't
1: know. It's hard to remember. Oh. Yeah, speaking of Appalachia, yeah, we were in the, uh, well, they didn't film it in North Carolina, but, you know.
0: No, it takes place somewhere on the range. Yeah, they filmed it, a lot of it in Scotland, I believe. Yeah, they did. And all the
1: caves and stuff were built in the UK.
0: Yeah, that was done all in studio in London. Yeah. Yeah.
1: When are we going to do another mountain trip? Let's go back.
0: I'm ready to go back. I'm I I
1: remember when uh, we first showed up. Brandon and John had already gotten there before us. And we walk in, and Brandon's playing. What the fuck were you playing? It was like some.
0: Um, it was a. Uh... it's from the. It's from Eyes Wide Shut. It's the, the. It's like a. It's like an Eastern Orthodox mass, but played in reverse, and it sounds very. It sounds bizarre. satanic
1: and creepy. <laughs> and we walk in, and Brandon's playing this stuff. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Have you ever seen Evil Dead? This is. Just... This is bad news. Turn that off. <laughs> but no, I, I I like the vibe you're putting out. It's like, all right, we're getting weird this weekend. Well, I guess that's all the, uh, you know, stuff we watched. There hasn't been a whole lot of news. Actually, Neil Marshall has a new movie coming out called The Reckoning. It takes place. I saw that. Yeah, it's like a witch type movie and it takes place in like, 1700s or something
0: i saw a clip from it looks promising okay i'm co- i actually i like the idea of like horror taking place in a different century yeah that's a little cool. bit, I love a good period piece so that's i mm-hmm. look forward to that have you seen any of his other films
1: well i have not
0: watched doomsday completely uh did you watch that uh so long ago but it's, okay there's nothing i mean it's like it's like fast and furious meets <laughs> uh cannibalism like i don't know i don't understand so what. <clears throat> i've never
1: fully watched doomsday i've never sat down and watched the whole thing because when it came i do remember when it came out and the general consensus was like wow this is a piece of shit and i was like all right let me skip that one and it just didn't look good but the other night i watched about four two minute clips and i was like oh okay I didn't miss a whole lot. <laughs> I mean, it's like It's coo- it
0: looks cool and it's uh I want to like it because mm. but no, it's just yeah, like cars would run in. It's kind
1: of like Mad Max or something. Yeah, yeah, it's got that uh like apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a post-apocalyptic Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, it's fucking stupid but there was one scene i laughed so hard a guy fell out of one of the cars and the car behind him ran into the guy and the car exploded it just oh <laughs> instead of the guy exploding the car <laughs> well, exploded i think both exploded oh, okay there's scenes in that movie where michael bay would be like guys settle the fuck down right? <laughs> like you're going too okay. far so, yeah, I did not watch all of Doomsday, but I don't think I'm missing a whole lot.
0: Yeah, I don't even know what the premise is.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to stay that way. I don't yeah, think I'll ever I, watch
0: that. That's, yeah. Did
1: mm-hmm. you watch Dog Soldiers? I did. That's a good fucking movie.
0: There are some similarities to The Descent. Yeah. From that film, especially in terms of, like, location mm-hmm. and isolating characters and almost um, casting um like the, look, like the setting mm-hmm. as its own character. Yeah. Which was cool. It was a cool film.
1: Yeah, good point. And it's also an all-male cast where The Descent is all female.
0: Yeah. I like movies where... More humor in that one, too.
1: Yeah. A good werewolf movie. That's, like, mm-hmm. one of the best werewolf movies. Um, but The Descent and Dog Soldiers, they're similar in the way that even without the added thing like they could they're solid movies on their own like if you just made a movie about those soldiers like going on some mission i would totally be into it because they're all good actors and you're really involved and the same thing with the descent if it was just a movie about people getting lost in a cave i'd be like okay well this is good
0: honestly and it would be it still it would still have the tension it would still be terrifying mm-hmm. it, yeah yeah all of those like, things the the like monsters that, are like um, a
1: I guess the only other one I can really think of off the top of my head is From Dusk Till Dawn, where you're like, oh, this is this type of movie, and then it's like, no, it's not. not.
0: Boom. It's something else. Fucking
1: vampires or werewolves. I like movies that do that. But anyways, well, I guess we'll just jump right into The Descent. Are you ready, my friend? I am. All right. The Descent was released on August 4th, 2006. With a budget of five million and made about fifty-seven million, so good return there. Do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Yes, do tell.
0: I rented this from Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. shout out to Blockbuster. We this was ya. a long time ago. I didn't see this in the theater. I didn't either, and I don't recall ever seeing like TV spots or um, yeah any domestic. I know this came out
1: the same weekend as Talladega Nights. Oh, <laughs> it was back Ricky in those Nubby. times. Yeah, god. Just that two like I graduated 2 months before this movie came out mm-hmm. and I'm just like, "Oh yeah, bootcut jeans and <laughs> and whatever the fuck else was popular." Oh yeah. There's mm. a few moments like at the beginning of the movie it's like, "I see those bootcuts." Oh, and the, this felt? Yeah, the women uh-huh. <laughs>
0: A couple like, of the hairstyles uh, are like, oh little yeah. Early 2000s. This is yeah. mid 2000s, baby. <laughs> yeah, no. When did you see it? Did you see, you didn't see it in the theaters.
1: Um, didn't see it in theaters. I don't know. Caught it at some point, but pleasantly surprised with what I saw. So, let's just jump right on into the movie. All right. Starts out with Juno, a character we'll grow to love. Sarah and Beth white water rafting. As Sarah's husband Paul and her daughter watch on, and no stunt doubles here; these are all the actors. So good on them. There was a so they finish whitewater rafting, and there's a brief moment between Juno. Yeah.
0: And Paul. Did you notice? I see. I didn't. The first time I saw it, I did not notice it. It's been in like the repeat viewings where I've been like,
1: oh yeah. shit, yeah, 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 just right up front. I don't like Juno. Uh, I don't either, so... I don't like her face. (laughs) I don't like her name. (laughs) Juno. What are you up to, Juno? Who walks around and is like, hey, my name's Juno? It's like, I don't trust you.
0: Are there any, like, name deal breakers? Like, if someone was named something, you would just not be into it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. That sounds really bad to say, right? Maybe. Would you date a Braden?
0: (laughs) I don't know any (laughs) Braydens.
1: Yeah, I don't either. I think they were all like just born. I mean it's like a new yeah, thing. Yeah, they're like
0: 2000s. Imagine like a
1: hundred years from
0: now they're gonna be like, oh grandpa Brayden. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be on to some new yeah, yeah. New names. Tell that are me completely what TikTok different.
1: was like, Grandpa Braden. Well <laughs> Well you see. So yeah, I don't like Juno. You trifling hussy. So <laughs> So, Sarah, her husband, and her daughter are driving, and a car crash that makes Final Destination jealous happens. Yep. Pulls through the face, kills her husband and her daughter. It's a little bit convoluted of a death, but whatever. It was shot well. It was, like, pretty jarring, like,
0: oh, shit. Yeah, no, it was sort of like the head-on, you get to sort of see the... Yeah. The, you see, the, like, the other car coming, and it's a cool... Yeah. And really, Juno kind of calls this because uh-huh, because Paul is distant. That's because right. Because he's like, in the car with his family and he's thinking about something else. Yeah. She's like, what's so... wrong? He's like, oh,
1: I'm just thinking about Juno's big tits. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah wakes up. She runs through the hall and into Beth's arms as Juno watches on and weeps. Because she'll never get to bang her friend's husband again. Right. <laughs> now, did you notice? Okay. I didn't catch on to this until the recent rewatch. But Juno leaves the hospital. Like, she doesn't even go to console Sam. No,
0: and that will be a common character trait for Juno throughout this film. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's... I think that speaks highly of Neil Marshall. hmm Because he's written this character. And it's like, it's it's very easy to hate her yeah given what happens but he sets her up with so many opportunities to be selfless or to be mm. a little more altruistic to redeem and redeem herself she never takes that option yeah she never takes it
1: very good point but it's also done in a way where it's not like so like beat you over the head with it like bad person bad. no it's no, no 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 just little subtle They're- shitty moments
0: yep yeah a lot of subtext, a mm-hmm. lot of, yeah.
1: Yeah, something that the sequel of this movie needed. <laughs> a little subtext goes a long way. <sighs> They're like, this is the plot of the movie. Just, got- just a
0: Okay, well, I guess we'll, we'll okay. shit on that later.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll kind of touch on like little parts, because they essentially try to redo this movie. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, we'll talk about it. Cut to one year later. A shot of the beautiful Appalachian Mountains. We know all about that place. I think some of the people we met in uh, what fucking town did we go to? Bryson City. Yeah that that grocery store. Oh God, yeah. I think like some of these these creatures were walking around that <laughs> grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we walked in and I was like. Let's get what we need and get, get the, the fuck thing. out. <laughs> oh boy, Welcome to Chattooga National Park. Chatuga was named after the river in Deliverance. Have you ever seen Deliverance? I have. yeah. okay. I actually haven't.
0: There are some nods to that film in yeah, in like, this, like the whitewater rafting. Kind yeah, of, the um, river. The,
1: yeah, this being one of them only thing i know about that movie is men getting raped by rednecks
0: yeah that's seems to be what that film is. what else is it about uh isn't burt reynolds in it i think it's him i'm pretty it's sure it's been a while since i've seen this
1: i think it came out in 1973 i could be wrong i don't know
0: yeah no 72
1: okay so pretty close so they pull up to the cabin, and all the ladies are rocking those uh, 2005 pair of boot-cut boot jeans. That was the fucking look back in the day, man. It was. Little, I had uh,
0: boot-cut. I think I wore them even until... I oh, think dude. I wore them past the time that they were I wore, meant to be worn.
1: I wore boot-cut jeans, yeah, too far after.
0: I think I wore them until like 2009.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> At the time, they were the shit, though. I remember,
0: like... They were.
1: I remember explaining to somebody, I was like, I like it because they're, like, a little snug in the
0: thighs, but... There's plenty of room in the ankle. Plenty of
1: room in the ankle. (laughs) (laughs) So I hide my boots. Oh, my God. I'm gonna bring them back. (laughs) Oh, man. So the three other friends are there. Sam and Rebecca and Holly. Now, I'll admit, like... I'm probably going to fuck up some of the names because some of these actors kind of look the same, especially when they're in the oh, cave. I'm like, Who yeah, the yeah. Fuck it's, is that? it's hard to tell. And I know Holly is the Irish one.
0: Yeah. And... She's sort of the, she's Juno's friend. The extreme.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Holly is, I think our, is it Becca and Sam are siblings?
1: Oh really? Okay.
0: Is that correct?
1: say yes that was my yeah uh,
0: at least from what i remember my understanding and then beth is an english teacher that's all i know about her oh okay and then sarah and and juno's a twat and juno (laughs) juno's (laughs) juno
1: so all the girls are hanging out having some drinks and laughing and later that night sarah can't sleep and gets out of bed and she's looking out the window, and they totally get me with this jump scare every and time I watch it. It got me last, well, this, not last night, but when I watched it a few nights ago, I was like, gah!
0: That's a good moment. And this is, how, people, if you want to do a jump scare, watch this film and learn how to do it correctly. Okay. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah,
1: you motherfuckers. All right, so the next day, Juno wakes up, all the hungover ladies, Sarah takes in unknown medicine, and leaves it behind because she thinks they'll only be gone for a day. Now, could it was kind of a blink-and-you-miss-it kind of moment, but could this have attributed to some of her hallucinations? Because they don't really disclose what kind of medicine it is.
0: No, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know what it is, assuming it's some s- type of...
1: Yeah, Yeah. Anyways, they're driving down the deserted roads to the cave, they arrive at the site, put their gear on, and Juno leaves behind the cavern cavern map, cause she's an asshole. Notice that sweet suite. North Carolina license plate. What oh, on that? the BMW. Yeah, yeah, it's rad. That's mm-hmm. that was cool. Yeah, this was filmed in the UK at Ashridge Park in Hertfordshire, and in Scotland. And the caves were built at a studio in London. I did notice this about. The Descent Part 2. Great name, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I realized that last night. I was like, The Descent Part 2. Like, whoa, they really went all out with that name, huh? But the sets, as opposed to this movie, look like shit in the sequel. They just look really fake. Whereas in this movie, they did a great job. Like, if you had told me they filmed this in actual caves, I would have believed it. Yeah
0: it's it's uh it's believable uh, like set work
1: yeah in part two it looked like they just walked up on a set they're like "In action all right uh (laughs) we gotta get out of this this plastic cave (laughs) so they find a deer carcass Juno and her stupid Indiana Jones hat come to the entrance of the cave
0: would you do this absolutely not really go down in a cave I would go down, I would go down into a cavern, mm-hmm. but I, some of this, sh- I'm not crawling in a three foot space, uh, fuck that, I'm yeah, not, like, no, no, no,
1: like, I'm game through, like, this part right here,
0: like, yeah, I'll, I would repel, I'll
1: repel down into the opening of the cave and be like, oh, check it out, there's sunlight, cool, but I'm not going any further than
0: that. No, 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 I'm not going in a, like, or like, some this. of that stuff where they're like, go underwater, and then you come up on the other side, yeah, fuck no,
1: yeah, And Gino gets all snappy with Holly for rappelling
0: down too fast. Because she knows she's on thin ice. She's lying to all of her friends about where they're going. Oh. She's on a, she's basically on a guilt trip. She Mm. feels awful for what happened. So she's trying to, you know, she's trying to make amends by bringing the group back together. But she does so in all of the wrong ways very good and she does it from a selfish point of view rather than it being about the other people Mm -hmm. rather than it being about her friend sarah who lost her husband and daughter it's about making herself feel better so she's she just sucks tell him brandon she sucks she fucking sucks
1: there's only one way out of this chamber and it's down the pipe yeah this is where i'd be like Nah, i'm good i'm just gonna chill here nope we're going back up the pipe we're gonna go back up we're going to the cabin so they all look around the entrance some more and have some lunch. Juno apologizes to Sarah for not staying around longer after the accident. Because she couldn't bang her husband any longer now that he's dead.
0: <laughs> Seriously, she just left. She was just like, I guess I'm going to. She gonna... was like, oh, I can't do it anymore. And she can't be a, you know, she can't be a support Yeah, for her friend. She doesn't, she doesn't, she's not capable of that.
1: Yeah, so Sarah finds the next passage, a tiny little crevice. Holly goes through first, and this is the one where they're like squeezing through this little tunnel thing. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm claustrophobic, but I think anybody's
0: claustrophobic in. I don't and know. If it was pitch black and you had to, and I had to wiggle through, mm-hmm. whatever that, th- absolutely not.
1: Yeah, when uh, Sarah gets stuck and she's saying that she can't breathe, that's like a really tense moment of this movie. Every time I watch it, I'm like, "Oh
0: fuck!" That's Which is awful. so cool. I mean, uh, what a feat to do that in a film to make claustrophobia sort of a
1: yeah. It's not easy to element. do, I guess. So apparently, she she can move, but she's mentally she thinks she's yeah, stuck.
0: She's got some type. Yeah, yeah. She's having like a panic attack, I'm assuming, or something like. Okay. Something to that effect.
1: Yeah. Well, the cave shifts. That's like an old shit moment. Whenever that happens, oh (sighs) fuck, I'd be like, oh my god. (laughs) And it collapses, blocking their way out. So they find another passageway that has a gap to cross to get to the other side. Um, yeah, I'm not sure like how technical all this. Like, do you think legit climbers watch this movie and they're like, "Oh, that's bullshit"? Oh,
0: I'm sure. I'm sure there's something to find. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's. Something. But it looks, but it it looks passable to the yeah. average audience. Yeah, they spend a lot of time just going over just the um, just the simple move, like the the climbing stuff. They go through all that stuff to sort of establish the yeah what the circumstances are and
1: yeah, all the actors they. Took climbing classes and stuff just to learn like the fundamentals. Have you ever gone to the rock climbing center in Raleigh? No, I've been. Is it fun? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. They have an area where you can do like free climbing, so you have like no harness. There's just like little cushions on the ground to cushion your fall. And the I've only only went like one or two times, but there's one time where I was free climbing and I slipped. And my foot planted, and the rest of me kept turning a little bit. And there was a moment where I was like, did I just break my fucking ankle? Oh, shit. And I was laying there. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I can't afford to, like, break something. I think I'm just – this isn't going to be my hobby.
0: Did you leave after that?
1: Probably for the day, (laughs) yeah. And there was one moment where I ripped, like, the skin off my finger because I fell, and it just – it, and I'm a massage therapist so I'm like okay I can't yeah this that is, stuff is hard this is not the hobby for me well that's where like chalk comes in handy uh, I gotcha to keep you from you know anyways before Sarah crosses she gets all up in Juno's grill and she's like was well, this about me or you oh, oh yeah you snap. they have that
0: they have that exchange
1: so according to the director the cast didn't really interact a whole lot only around like lunchtime
0: mm, that's cool he
1: said they he wanted to keep them separate. So they develop like a natural suspicion of each other.
0: Ooh, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Whenever you have, um, acted Mm -hmm. in the past and you have a scene where you're like, like you don't like the person when it's like time to act. Do you just like turn that switch and you're in there? Or do you like, do you kind of like stand back and you're like, you motherfucker. Um,
0: I guess it depends on. I think whenever, and this is me talking from like the point of view of an actor. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're given the opportunity to, um, to do less acting, if that makes sense. So if, if I'm on set and someone's like, "Well, we just want to separate you because we want you guys to build. We don't want you to have this strong relationship." Yeah, I, uh, I love that type of stuff because then that's less work that I have to do. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it makes it easier, but it's like okay, cool. That element is just sort of there, yeah, and doesn't need to be created. It's harder to create it than it is to just uh, naturally have it there. I got. So you. I think, but I mean, if I have to be pissed off with someone, there are ways you can set up. It's called a, you know, you can set up like, you know, specific memories of that particular uh-huh. person, yeah. and not that it's it's any use in the story, but. It'll, you know, it, it helps you get more angrier, you know, get someone more. Well, after all this COVID stuff is
1: over, I want to see you do a play. Maybe. Yeah?
0: Yeah. i get back to it.
1: So, the Pythons. I looked that up. The little pins they put in the rocks. Oh, yeah. They, um, they're called pins or pegs. They all come out of the rocks as Juno nearly falls into the pit. Yeah, this is when they're doing, like, the cross the...
0: This is when... Well, doesn't she hook it name? to one of those old... It's, like, one of those... It looks like an... like an. Uh, it looks like it's century years old. Like yeah, old yeah. Like, old climbing equipment.
1: Yeah, so they're not the first ones there. But they all get across and go further into the cave, and they see the cave paintings. And they notice the painting has two entrances on it. And this is where we get our first... um. There's like a quick shot of a crawler with drool coming out of his mouth. Yeah. It's like a real quick shot. I love that. And Juno finds the next tunnel and Holly runs through it like an idiot. She thinks she sees daylight, but it's just the glow from the phosphorus rock and she falls through a hole and compound fractures her leg.
0: This is a gnarly little
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, this was this will make people grimace when they have you ever broken a bone? N- I mean, toes. It's not no really? compound. How'd you break a toe? Just like hitting it on a door. Really? You know, like walking around in <laughs> the damn on a piece of furniture. Oh. <laughs> I bet you were like, motherfucker, ah, fuck, Jesus, fuck, yeah. But no, I've never. Have you ever had a compound fracture? Um,
1: I've never had a compound fracture. Well, I've broken a toe as well. Um, when I was working at Food Lion, I was taking a giant pallet of food off the truck. Using the little pallet jack thing, and the pallet ran over my big toe.
0: Oh fuck!
1: And it like broke my toe off. I knew I was in a bad in bad shape when I took my shoe off, and there was like blood everywhere. Workers like, comp?
0: Yes. Oh, good.
1: It's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, nice. <laughs> there you I'm go. Like, well,
1: this really hurts, but I guess I'm gonna go home for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and I have broken my leg before. I was really? like. The, like the shin or the femur yeah my my shin so it, it broke diagonally, which is like one of the worst breaks you can have it was like um I was like nine or ten mm-hmm. and I was dropping into a half pipe on my skateboard uh. and um my foot came off and kind of planted on the half pipe I don't know what the fuck happened, but I broke my leg and it hurt so bad
0: fuck. I
1: was in a cast like up to my Yeah. How,
0: how long did you wear the cast? God,
1: I don't know. It felt like a while. I was in fourth grade. I remember that. Mm. So not fun. So you
0: couldn't walk on it. So imagine having to walk like this girl. She breaks her leg and she's got to walk. <sighs> yeah. She's got to get out of the fucking cave <laughs> uh, system with a.
1: You could say she's between a rock and a hard place. Yes, you could. <laughs> 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 I'll see myself out. All right. As they're positioning Holly to put her bone back in, Sarah hears her daughter giggle. That's creepy. So I guess she's like starting to mentally break a little bit. Sarah notices a crawler. That's what the director and seems to be the name of them. So I'm going to oh, call that's them cool. like crawlers. That. Crawlers. Yeah. Pale human golem looking creatures. Sarah tells the group she saw a man, but the group doubts her story. And this is when they're all kind of panicked and coming unhinged. Like that one girl's like, hello, is anybody
0: there? They just start screaming for the sake of... Uh, yeah. Or they just all they panic. They're yeah. all panicked.
1: Well, yeah, I think this is like right before they go deeper into the cave and it's a room full of dead this animals. Is,
0: oh, the, sort of like the bone, the bone room kind yeah,
1: of. Yeah, that's not a good sign. And as they look around with the camera's night vision... We get...
0: Oh, it's a cool
1: shot. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's a cool moment. Crawler
1: standing right behind Juno. Now, this is 56 minutes into the movie. Very similar to, um, I think, From Dust Till Dawn around the same time. That's when it switched to, like... That was the right move because any longer with the crawlers, it would have felt... It wouldn't have had that same punch to right, it. Right, right.
0: And the film's not about the crawlers. It's about the... Yeah, it's, more it's about, about like, the girl's journeys, mm-hmm. emotional and physical.
1: In the sequel, however, oh. I think you see the crawlers like.
0: They're in the whole fucking thing. I, yeah,
1: pretty much. And they also, they kind of look like shit too.
0: They do. They've got like, they're like, uh,
1: uh, uh, no comment. Yeah, no comment. <laughs> so a crawler attacks Holly. She is the first to die. Bites her neck. Pretty gruesome death. And I gotta say, I love that they did not put music over this when it's just, I when I went back and rewatched it. It's just the sound of panic and you know all the shit happening.
0: Yeah, this it has a very minimal score. This entire film does. It doesn't really swell up until the end. Well, I feel like there are the big, it sort of bookends. Well,
1: later in um. Uh, like, unfortunately, later when they're like, there's more attacks going on and stuff, they break out like the trumpet score. Oh, it's no. Like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> it's like, no, like, uh, you don't really yeah. need to do that. So Juno is fighting the crawler that's over Holly's corpse. It's a good fight scene here. She kills two of them and then stabs Beth as she runs up behind Juno. What do you think of this moment? It's whatever. It's. Sure. I, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Do you not like it?
0: No, I like it. I I like it in the way that it makes me feel un, like uneasy mm-hmm. cuz you have a friend killing another friend accidentally. Yeah. Right. But it's still it's a uh I mean that moment to me is more terrifying than the stuff with the creatures. Yeah. Or it makes me feel more unsettled than it does than seeing the creatures does.
1: Yeah. And Beth rips off Juno's necklace mm. as she collapses, and it's like up until this point, like if Juno is just like, "Oh my god!" I accidentally killed Beth because she ran up behind me, right? People and this would be like, an "Oh, th- that's cool."
0: She's like, got a chance. She has the chance to help Beth. Well, they wouldn't with, with like, "Oh,
1: that's cool." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah, <laughs> no, that's it's, no it's, big deal. It's fine, cool, dude. Well, shit happens, <laughs> you know.
1: But they would have been like, "Oh my god!" Well, I kind of I can understand that, you know, it happened in the heat of the moment, whatever. Yeah. But she rips her necklace off. And she pleads oh, to Juno to not leave her, and she now leaves. What does her. Juno? Yep, she fucking leaves her.
0: She sucks. Yeah. So that strike—I don't know how many strikes she's on at this point, but oh, yeah, well, she's out of the game. She's at not point. Rede- She's not redeemable at. Well, they, really, after this moment, this is the moment that sort of like finalizes it yeah. for the audience. It's like, yeah, no, we're not giving her any more chances, dude. She's done.
1: When I was watching the sequel last night, and she shows back up. I was like, "Oh, go fuck yourself!"
0: Shit, her character doesn't deserve another round. Yeah, she.
1: Oh my god. No. So she literally dies in Sarah's arms at the end of the second one. Uh, I guess they were trying to. They were like, "Oh, Juno redeemed herself," and blah blah blah. I really can't believe they brought her back.
0: That's what's weird about the sequel. Is the sequel, the sequel just doesn't fit.
1: Yeah, well it's unnecessary. It, it is.
0: It doesn't match what Neil Marshall was trying to do with this with this film. Yeah. And it's just like uh it's, it's an afterthought. It's like, "Well, how can we make this fit? How can we make it work?" And it, it just doesn't.
1: Yeah, I know the um the editor of this movie directed the sequel. Uh-huh. And to his credit, I mean, the script is fucking garbage. I mean, it was just characters you don't care about and but i guess it's far from the worst movie i've ever seen it's not it's just so no it's not painfully awful painfully bland and unnecessary but
0: when it piggybacks this yeah movie, a movie is this good yeah it's it sucks
1: yeah so sarah wakes up from her mini coma and she's dreaming of her daughter again she looks around with the night vision, and there's skeletons everywhere. And this is where the trumpet score—like she's looking around, and she sees skeletons, and it's like, bah,
0: bah, bah. oh yeah, so, like the noise cues. Yeah. yeah.
1: Holly's body drops down, and all the crawlers start to feed on her body as Sarah watches on. This is a pretty brutal moment.
0: They're and ripping it apart.
1: Yeah, that's got to be rough. I love the um, the night vision shot of their crawler coming right up to the camera and you can get like an up close look if it's of it's like uh, its mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's cool looking.
1: Yeah. It's like when they turn the lights on at the club at 2am. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have no idea what you're talking about. Phil. <laughs>
1: oh, you don't want to talk about Brandon's single days. <laughs> hey Brandon, what'd you do last night? Oh, well, <laughs> we won't talk about it. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, So, yeah, this is where they realize that they're blind, and one of the girls' watches goes off. Crawler hears Juno in the distance, and Rebecca and Sam, that's their names. They're together, and Sarah and Juno are both on their own. Sarah lights a torch. Finally, some light on the screen. You know, I had this thought. This would be, like, the worst movie. You know when you go to the movies, and you go take a piss, and you come back? And you're like, "Where's my fucking seat?" It's like, "Oh right, they, right." This would be like the worst movie to watch. You'd to never find the seat.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I bet you, if people got up to go to the bathroom during this film, I bet they were falling all down the steps. They're still lost to this Trib- day.
1: <laughs> so we get another jump scare moment as a crawler attacks Rebecca. Juno stabs it in the back and snaps its neck. And Juno doesn't tell the others that she killed Beth because she's a hussy. Yep. Women. Ladies, can you bring back the insult term hussy? I love it. It doesn't get used enough. Why? I, I love it. That's like some old school shit. Like, you fucking hussy. That's like, maybe that's like an old southern thing. I think it is. I've heard like my mom use it before. She's like, that damn hussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, whoa. <laughs> so Juno thinks she's found a way out. But they decide to go get Sarah. Sarah finds Beth and she's dying Beth tells Sarah don't trust that bitch she's like don't she did this to me
0: apparently they rewrote this the night before I was looking this up so Mm -hmm. apparently they uh, Neil Marshall the actress who plays Sarah and then the actress who plays Beth Mm -hmm. were I guess they went to the pub the night before and they were like we gotta do something about this dialogue it just wasn't Uh good and I like what this yeah. scene is because it's, a, it's a, a pretty tender moment mm-hmm. amongst all the chaos yeah. that is quite heartfelt and pretty – I don't know. Yeah, and you it's, need it's, little it's, moments like that because yeah.
1: this moment makes what happens to Juno a little bit sweeter, and it gives a reason for that to happen. Yeah. So she gives Sarah the necklace that she took off Juno. She says, "She tells Sarah it's from Paul." So she's saying that Paul gave that necklace to Juno.
0: Yeah, and it says "Love each day." What do you remember? In um,
1: you need to kick his ass to the curb,
0: right? That's... Do you Dang. remember? in... and and there's this there's that moment when they're in the cabin at the beginning. When. Um, I don't know. It's Paulie? like it, it's when they're drunk or something, uh-huh. and and I don't know how they get about it. And they say uh, Sarah says something like "love each day." She was like, "Oh, it's just something Paul used to say." Uh huh. So there's that flashback to that, and then we see that he has actually given Juno uh-huh. a bracelet or necklace or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, with that saying on it. So
1: yeah, pretty shitty. And thing this is to a do, cool. Paul
0: this is a cool moment for Sarah's character because now I I don't know now she I don't know this is I think this is sort of her turning point this this entire film is about her basically it's this is basically her journey into insanity or madness if you will right and this is that turning point
1: yeah well yeah after she kills Beth yep that's kind of like her her snapping moment there
0: which again even though she kills her friend she shows i mean she's a complete foil to Juno mm-hmm. because Juno couldn't even you know s- save her friend or you know be with her friend yeah that's true and sarah's able to do it selflessly
1: cuz she's a strong independent woman that's
0: right so a
1: female crawler a female crawler shows up and sarah runs And falls into the blood pit thing.
0: The baptism. That's what I call this scene. The baptism scene.
1: I love how the crawler quietly comes out of the water.
0: Oh, it's cool.
1: Yeah, I love that.
0: Did you notice that when... So, like, you know, she falls in the water and then her head sort of Mm -hmm. pokes up and she makes that little gurgle. Mm -hmm. And it sounds just like the creatures. And I know that was on purpose. Because it's like she's sort of... Like, symbolically, this is sort of her... Uh, rebirth oh okay and now it's like now she's on even playing field okay. with these fuckers so
1: well she most certainly is because she beats the shit out of this crawler stabs him with a deer antler real quick before i forget in the sequel they i guess this this was them like trying to recapture this like falling into the pit thing and but it's not blood it's their their shit pit.
0: Uh, so believe it or not, <laughs>
1: okay, they thought this was a good idea to do this in the sequel. So these two characters, Sarah and uh, Officer Dipshit, I don't, I don't know her name, but they're, they get attacked by these crawlers in the pit. It's a real nasty, bloody, shitty looking pit. They kill the crawlers. A crawler walks up to the edge of the pit. And they're like being real quiet and they're just watching what he does. And he goes to the edge of the pit and shits into the pit. And you like see shit hitting the water and everything. And then he just walks away. And that's the end of the scene. Like,
0: I don't understand (laughs) that.
1: (laughs) I don't. Why Why would you
0: put that in?
1: Yeah. And what did that lady say? Like, she was like, It was supposed to be a little comedic moment. She was like, oh, I think I'd rather be in the blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah, because that's what you're really concerned about when your life is at stake. Oh, my God.
1: Kudos for, like, you know, explaining the poop situation because it doesn't get brought up enough. But, yeah. (laughs) When I saw that, I was like, you are fucking kidding me. Did they just show this thing taking a shit? That's all.
0: So, I haven't seen the sequel in a long time. But i that's, saw it last night that's i remember the ending and i remember that one scene mm-hmm. from the sequel and that's it it's
1: very forgettable so sarah kills another crawler meanwhile the other three girls are trying to escape they come across like 15 of these things and all panic run and get split up sam tries to cross the gap thing and oh that's right she gets her throat slit by a crawler as rebecca and juno watch on so rebecca is dead and i gotta say it was the imagery of her hanging body just dangling there is kind of funny to me yeah (laughs) i don't know it just made me laugh (laughs) like imagine walking up on that like a hundred years from now there's just a skeleton like
0: it (laughs) looked
1: slowly spinning around
0: doing a backbend yeah yeah
1: (laughs) and in the sequel they try to escape by jumping on the corpse of this, of Rebecca here, and they essentially repeat, there's a lot of things in it's the sequel. It's like the same
0: pathway as... Yeah. uh
1: They, like, try to cross over by jumping onto her I dead body. That. Yeah. So, Juno jumps down into the water and kills another crawler. Juno and Sarah are face to face, and Sarah asks Juno, she's like, what about Beth? And Beth lies right to her face. Sarah's like, all right, bitch, let's move again. And she got it. I ain't
0: done with you. She gets so many chances in this film. Yep. Nope. And they get
1: to the exit, but it is blocked by like three or four crawlers. And we get a pretty badass little fight scene here. Get heads bashed against walls, eyes gouged out, some good gore. Great makeup effects in this movie, by the way. And this is the moment of truth. Sarah shows Juno best necklace.
0: Bing. This is Bing. one of the coolest moments in the film, I think. Yeah. Is this.
1: And stabs this Juno stare in off. the knee. Oh, right in the knee. Leaving her to be eaten alive by their crawlers. That should have been the end of Juno, but... Yeah, in the sequel, they were like, we gotta bring her back. So... Sarah starts to run towards the exit, but falls down the hole. And she, quote, wakes up and run towards the sunlight, exits the cave, jumps in the car. So this is where we're gonna talk about, like, the two endings. Ah. And why the UK ending should be the only ending. Yes. Um... Sarah pulls over for a good car cry and vomits and she sees the ghost of Juno in the passenger seat. End of movie. There's your U.S. ending.
0: So stupid. So stupid. Let me just... (laughs) I need to go off on a tangent here because... Go! Tell them! Jesus fucking Christ. Why? (laughs) Why? Why? I don't understand why people think U.S. audiences are not advanced enough to handle...
1: Have uh, you seen what's going on I, in our country right now, Brandon?
0: This is 2006, <laughs> 5, 6. Yeah. But I, here's the thing about the reason, the studio's reasoning behind changing the ending for the U.S. theatrical release was because they thought that the original U.K. ending...
1: It's too bleak or yes, something. Yes, yeah. and it's
0: actually not. Yeah. I would say by not leaving in the original ending, it's actually more cruel to Sarah's character arc. Yeah. That's what I will say. The, I, th- I, think that's, I think the happier ending is the UK one.
1: You know, I had only ever seen the UK ending. I think the first time I saw The Descent was I bought it on DVD. And I think the UK ending is the ending that I've always seen. I had to rent this on Amazon the other night. And it had the US ending. So when it ended, you get a shot of Juno... Looking... Okay, first of all, Juno looks fucking
0: stupid. She that had looks like so blood. dumb. It looks like the fucking grudge.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? It just...
0: I'm like, no. And it, it makes sense within Sarah's sort of hallucinatory dreams that she mm-hmm. has throughout the film. Yeah. I buy it. It makes sense. Yeah. But leaving... Uh, ending it on that note doesn't. Yeah, it ends
1: with a little jump scare. Uh, Yeah, it's just doesn't work
0: it's so it's so bad
1: so the other night that was the first time i had seen that ending so when it ended i was like whoa wow that was bad that's not the ending i remember so the uk version just to some people that don't know sarah wakes up she's back in the cave and she sees her daughter in the cave even though she's not there she's got like her birthday cake and she's got this look in her eye like she's completely lost it. And you hear the crawlers in the background. So essentially, Sarah didn't escape. She just mentally snapped. And that's kind of the ending. But I have to say, that ending is it works so much better.
0: Oh, it does. Yeah. And can we talk about the birthday cake? Sure. I'm really excited to talk about. All right, let's talk about the cake. So, if you'll notice, you know the birthday cake. It appears sort of a motif that floats throughout this film. Yes. And when she initially first, when Sarah first initially envisions her daughter with the birthday cake, it's Uh when she wakes up in the hospital, or right prior to waking up in the hospital. Yeah. And the cake, uh, the cake has five candles on it, which represent her five friends, which Jessica is slowly blowing out oh all right and if you notice the that's the daughter's name oh okay i got you i got you um yeah you're right and then if you'll notice in the final shot where the cake is in the where the cave it's got six candles on it okay representing sarah has now been added as one of the one of the things so i mean it's it's safe to say that in the uk ending sarah dies Mm-hmm. But she dies with this sense of calmness and tranquility that mm-hmm. she has not had at any point throughout the film. Yeah, she's
1: accepted her S-
0: fate. So she- it's it's I it's a I don't see a lot of endings like this in any film. Mm-hmm. So to see it in a horror film is so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think is so uh so so awesome about the descent is that it it um. Uh, i mean it's just it's just a great thematic film with horror elements added uh-huh. to it i th- i think the ending is beautiful I, I i yeah it's one of my favorite endings i think i've ever seen in a film
1: it i don't know why this just popped in my head but it kind of reminds me of the witch ending in a way it's like it's oh yeah, yeah. Not technically the happy ending, but it's the
0: but one of like self acceptance and uh-huh. uh huh, yeah. Like
1: it's a character accepting her fate. Yeah, yeah. I agree. The UK version is a lot better, but some American uh, movie execs all that. It's just said, we need a happy. If anyone ending.
0: out there is going to watch this film, do not watch we, the we theatrical need a good, one.
1: It needs a good jump scare at the end.
0: Can't you see that a bunch of people in suits in a boardroom? telling yeah i don't know if it works that way
1: but i i can oh that's how it works really (laughs) that's what the people with money look like yeah usually it comes down to like producers like harvey weinstein was notorious for just like he would see a cut of the movie and he'd be like no it's gotta have this and yeah you know not the worst thing he ever did but
0: (laughs) he ruined a shit ton of movies yeah
1: yeah and that's uh that's the descent it is and do you give this on a 10 point scale Brandon
0: nine and a half oh
1: wow that's high
0: yeah this is one of my favorite I think one of my favorite films in general mm-hmm. and one of my favorite horror films
1: yeah can't argue with that it's certainly one of the best mid2000s horror movies mm mm-hmm. because this was kind of the height of remake remake this was during the saw
0: remake craze
1: yeah this was like during the like saw was four or five kicking off yeah yeah i gotta say um let's see on a 10 point scale i will give it a i'll give it an eight and a half okay a strong eight and a half yeah i don't know what's keeping me from going higher i i don't know i i really enjoy this movie everything is very well done let's talk about the sequel no <laughs> <laughs> yeah the sequel is a fucking turd if you've never seen it you know what watch it go watch it it's fun i had a blast watching it last night i was i was like whoa they did that wow <laughs> okay yeah if you want to see a crawler take a shit go watch the sequel <laughs>
0: That's all I remember from the film. And so. the
1: ending is awful.
0: Oh, with the guy in the woods who's been... Bl- yeah. ah, what the fuck?
1: Okay. Oh, all right. So the ending of the sequel, Sarah and Juno and this other lady, they fight off like a bunch of crawlers at the very end because they see the... It's essentially what they did in the first movie. They, they're at the exit, but there's crawlers blocking the cave, so they have to fight them. And this is when, like, Juno dies in Sarah's arms, and it's like, oh, Juno's redemption, whatever. But Sarah, in order to save New Girl, she screams, so all the crawlers come and attack her. And Home Girl escapes, and she's running through the woods. She leans against a tree. She, like, looks over real quick, and minor redneck character guy that we saw at the very beginning of the movie hits her in the face with a shovel and then drags her body over to the entrance of the cave and you get a jump scare of a crawler like jumping out of the cave at the camera that's the ending it's fucking stupid yes what if that was the ending for this movie what if they just fucked up the ending so bad like
0: it's yeah like,
1: e- everything up to it was perfect but they just like book it with that shitty
0: it would be ups i mean it would be
1: upsetting it yes. would be upsetting i wouldn't uh, <laughs> i wouldn't like it as much as yeah. i do
0: because i do think the ending is uh, it's one of the highlights of the film for me the uk ending. yes yeah that it's it's that's such a great moment yeah
1: i agree um, i agree brandon
0: yeah, this is a this is a film that doesn't come along very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got an all female cast. Yeah, true. And on top of that, you have characters who are allowed to be messy and imperfect, and you know, it, they're not going down. They're not talking about boy drama or you know, yeah, it, it, stereotypical stuff. It's it's this very. I mean, it's it's the it's a feminist film. Yeah it's uh
1: yeah i could see that lots of strong female leads yep and done in the right way apparently a lot of the cast from this is in doomsday but i haven't found out because i'm not i see
0: i didn't recognize anyone when i watched it because i did watch doomsday after the descent and i was like oh i'm gonna see some of the people that i don't remember (laughs) i don't remember anything about
1: it well brandon anything else you want to add to the descent I think we kind of wrapped it up good there. We kind of, kind of talked about everything. Yeah, I think we left it all out there. I like it. You like it. Solid fucking movie. And you know, I'm not sure what the next movie is that we're gonna do. What's like one movie that you've like? You had this one loaded up for a while. You're like, oh,
0: I've been this... waiting to talk about this forever. Yeah, this is. Uh, is, is
1: there like another movie where you're like, ooh, I wanna. I want to do that one. Ooh,
0: like horror, a horror film? Yeah. Um, Have you guys done Hereditary? Did you do Hereditary? No, but you know what? See, well, uh,
1: we... I kind of did. Um, me and the old co-host, we, we were on Slasher's podcast, and we talked about Hereditary, but it was with, like, it was me and three other people talking about it, so... It wasn't as much as a, of a deep dive as I wanted to do, so I was actually thinking, like, we could totally do a Hereditary episode. I could
0: talk, yeah, I could talk about Hereditary.
1: Okay. We'll, we'll set something up. Or
0: Midsummer. Up. <laughs> yeah. I am, I have, so I've seen it since we saw it.
1: Did you like it more?
0: Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I see things to like about it.
1: Yeah. I, I want to give it a rewatch, because... I've talked about it a million times on the podcast. It was just okay to me. Yeah. I have no desire to rewatch it. You know, it. there's
0: a director's cut now.
1: Yeah. I saw. And apparently
0: Scorsese praised the director's cut. Really? Yeah. So I'd be interested to see that one.
1: I would like to know what the difference is. I feel like it's just a lot longer. I bet it's more scenes. And- I,
0: that's what I, I, I gather. More uh, backstory with uh, the couple.
1: I don't know yeah well hereditary definitely midsummer yeah, maybe
0: okay <laughs> Midsummer. i've heard some people say midsummer i've heard both midsummer i, I don't know it's whatever you want it to be
1: i call it midsummer okay but hereditary i'm in
0: yeah no i'd love to talk about that
1: okay we will we'll try to set something up well brandon i think we we're gonna um wrap it up here at the spook house Thanks for joining me again.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me. This always a, a pleasure
1: to have you on. If you enjoy the podcast, if you enjoy Brandon, leave a review. Tell them how much you love him. Five stars on iTunes are always appreciated. It helps get the algorithm out there, like kind of helps spread the word a little bit. So if you want to help out the show, that's a good way to do it. But listening is enough, and I thank you for it. All right, everybody, we are going to wrap it up. Thank you for listening. I will see you next time. Bye, everybody.